in the studio today we've got Tony Stoddard who's come to talk to us about the Great Kiru Count. How are you going, Tony? Hey guys. Yeah, really good, thanks. And thanks for great, having me. Great to have you here, yeah. Thanks. So do you want to tell me a little bit about Kiru and sort of what's coming up? Uh, yes, I, I certainly will. So it's a, the, the, you know, you've, everyone's seen a kiru, right? You know, big body, small head, um, mostly sitting on power lines. So every year what we do is we get together and uh, we, we count them. And this year we're going to, um, or last year when we had the counts, the great kiru count, we had uh, 7,000 people join in on the count and we had 14,000 kiru counted. It was so, awesome. So why are they worth counting? I mean, what's so great about them? They're just another bird? You would think so, but they're one of the greatest New Zealand birds. I think they should be uh, the, the iconic New Zealand bird, in fact. I mean, get rid of the kiwi. That doesn't do anything. It's just like bobs around in the bush and lays giant eggs. But these guys are so cool. People don't realise that uh, without the kiru, um, most of our forests would actually disappear over a few hundred years um, due to the the big seeds that and the, that they carry, you know, from some of our largest podocarps. And so, what's happening to them? The populations are growing; they're decreasing. Yeah, that seems to be the the case over um, certain parts of New Zealand. They're um, increasing and dec- decreasing um, due to uh, deforestation. You know, um, farming, um, a lot of pests. That's a big problem for the kiru. I mean, they only lay one egg a year, and if uh, per nest, sorry, and if that nest gets predated on by a cat, um, possum, rat. Um, they basically have to start again, and uh, they'll leave that nesting, nesting area and go find another nesting area to, to start again. And there's only by chance that they'll, they'll be successful. The success rate is really low. We're talking 20% uh, per, right. per nest. So it's really low. And so the Kiru counts coming up is an opportunity for people to sort of be aware that Kiru are out there and need our help? Yeah, so Kiru are around everywhere, but people just don't seem to notice them every day. But, uh, so what we're doing is we're getting people, uh, give people a chance to actually kind of get out there in the parks and, and around, um, you know, when they're walking the dog or, or just out and about and uh, just keep an eye out for these birds. I mean, they're, they're so amazing. And um, so the count's starting this year on the 19th of September and goes through to the 27th. So we're going for nine days this time. I, th- I think last time was about two weeks, which is a little bit too long, so we've shortened it up. Um, we've got the um, university, um, Wellington uh, Vic University, they're, they're on, on board and they're going to be analysing the data for us this year. And so, I mean, what, what are they trying to find? Uh, so we're just trying to find out where they are and where they're not. I mean, it's really important for us to know where Kereru are not as well um, so we can kind of understand uh, what habitats are, are missing for them. So we're trying to encourage people to, um, all year round, we're trying to encourage people to plant uh, Kereru-friendly plants in their garden. Cool. Yeah. And uh, so what are some Kereru-friendly plants? Uh, so we've got the Corfi. That's probably one of the main ones that uh, you'll see Kereru sitting on most years. Um, and they'll all year round, they'll be sitting on the on the Corfi tree and they'll be eating all the leaves. And what happens is it actually puts the, the plant into shock and then the plant will start flowering. And then once the tui and the around Wellington, the, the kaka have finished picking up all the flowers. The kiru come in and eat the flowers as well. And then they start um, forming leaves again. So it's an awesome relationship between the plants right, and the yeah. animals. you know. And so if kiru were to go, that relationship would be affected? Yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. And so the you're sort of encouraging people to plant 
Keru-friendly plants in their garden. What else can people do to sort of help promote Keru in the city? I guess uh, pest control is probably one of the key things for them, uh, making sure that you keep your cats inside at night <laughs> um, or we'll just stop them from wandering um, the, it's a big problem for us is, uh, with the kereru itself is um, they're quite easy targets if they've been eating quite a lot uh, they're not big movers I actually got sent some photos today um, from somebody up at the hut there and um, hut city and they took some photos of kereru on the ground and that's such an unusual thing to see but at this time of the year they're gorging themselves on food trying to get their nitrogen levels up because of the egg production so They've eaten so much that they actually were on the ground and they could hardly move. <laughs> and, uh, and this is when they're just they're prime targets for right. For and cats. is this why the, this time period has been chosen for the count as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is when they're uh, kind of teeing up their their mates at the moment, and um, they're going to start breeding soon within the next you know three or four weeks. So all the mating displays will be uh, will start happening in the next. Right. Um, in fact, most people have um, probably start seeing them now because uh, the weather started to warm up, and there's so much food around at the moment for them. So what is, I guess, what does a, a city or a country that's Keru friendly look like to you? I mean, what do you want to see come from people's awareness with this? Uh, we just want people to to be more aware of their surroundings, I guess. I mean, uh, it's, an, it's an urban bird, really. I mean, it's adapted so well to the urban environment. Um, they're seen from every part of New Zealand from top to the bottom. And uh, last year that was, you know, we could really see that in the data that came through. So we had people from Stewart Island right up to the right up north. Um, obviously, they've been in the um, in the news quite a lot in the last six months uh, due to a, a, a few reasons. Yeah, of <laughs> uh, course. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, people are a lot more aware of them. Um, and uh, well, we've found on our Facebook page, especially through um, Keto Discovery, um, people are just, they're so into them. I mean, they're just, they're sending photos in every single day, sharing their experiences and their stories. And a lot of people are saying, you know, how happy it makes them Every day when they see a kereru, they just they feel so happy. You know, yeah. I mean, they're such an amazing and endearing bird. They really are. And why do you think that their populations have done better than some of our other native birds? Uh, I think it's just because they've adapted so well. I mean, they eat from over seventy different varieties of plants, um, and not all native. So you'll find that um, you know. A lot of people have their plum trees raided, <laughs> and that's from the kereru. They'll come in and they'll they'll gorge themselves on plums, and then they'll basically become drunk. So, um, you know, and so the willow tree, they'll uh, spend a lot of their time on the willow tree because it's really right. high nitrogen level plants. And like I said, at this time of the year, they really need that that level nitrogen level, so they need to uptake that for the egg production. Cool. So, tell me a little bit about um, the count. Takes uh, it takes off uh, this weekend. Yeah. Um, what do people have to do if they want to get involved? How do, how does it work? Yeah. So what we've done is we've set up a website called thegreatkereru.count.nz. So if you just jump onto that, you can download a um, an app uh, through iNaturalist, and we've teamed up with uh, Nature Watch this year. So people can download the app. They can use the app, or they can go straight onto our Nature Watch project. Uh, there's a link under the, um, I think it's Get Counting uh, link from the top of the page, and it takes you down there and it will take you directly to the site. So, And even if I don't see a Keru, can I Oh, yeah, absolutely. So we really want to know where, if, if you see a Keru and you don't see a Keru, it's really important. So we've got some uh, fields, uh, specific fields that have been put in by um, the university team and 
the data there that they'll they'll pick out of that. They'll know where Kerudu are kind of missing in those areas. And so have you seen from last year's survey um, areas that they're not doing so well in? Yeah, we found last year um, Canterbury was pretty low. Um, we did have a pretty small uptake of um, people actually participating in that area, so we're, we're hoping this year is going to be good. Nelson City um, Council have just been amazing this year. They've um, they've picked it up, and they're really promoting it really hard um, over in the Tasman area. And Wellington last year was the winner. There cool. you go. I'll, I'll put it out there yeah. now. And I expect big things from Wellington this year as well. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So, yeah, so we had 7,000 7, people and uh, 14,000 counted. So I expect at least double that this year. Cool. And uh, you were just saying to me um, off air that uh, you have been doing a few Kiru, um friendly plant giveaways lately as well. Yeah. So this, uh, this weekend, oh no, this Friday is our last one, which is the. 18th, yep, 18th on Friday. Uh, that's on uh, 12 o'clock. It's outside the living wall on the Civic Square between the library and the council building. So we'll be parked up there with the ute, and we've got uh, we've got a full of plants, um, kiru-friendly plants. Um, we've got matai, we've got uh, tawa, we've got kofi, we've got oh, oh, there's loads of loads of other plants. Kiru will love them. Kiru, yeah, just kiru-friendly yeah. plants. So just come down and grab a free plant. I mean, we just want you to, we're trying to encourage people just to, to think about their environment and plants um, trees that will actually help the um, the birds, and I suppose with planting, you know, natives like that as well, you'll also get other birds too. It's not just kiru. Yeah, absolutely. So most of the plants that we have there will feed um, the tui and bellbird, and they've all got an amazing relationship together. So, and, and it's a good thing about New Zealand birds; they're, they're not that picky. So as long as you plant the right things, they'll come in. So, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, and so, the what sort of one quick thing someone listening could could do to help Keru right now just go out there and give it a hug yeah <laughs> just give a Keru a hug yeah cool. absolutely well I mean if you if you can pick one up that is yeah yeah but um just yeah just be aware of them you know I mean they're they're everywhere in the city and um all around us all the time but um people just don't realize um how important they are to New Zealand, you know. And again, without without these birds, um, our forests would basically start to slowly die away, and uh, would see um, some big missing links. I mean, they they live for twenty one years, so each bird that's taken out of uh, you know the system, uh, out of out of its life cycle, is uh, a lot of forests that we're losing out on. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Ali, you had a few questions? Yeah, I just wondered, I mean, are you trying, um, I don't know if my, my mic's on, here we go, yeah. Um, uh, I wondered if you're getting the message a bit into schools as well and, and young ages. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been working with uh, Kandala School quite a lot. Uh, we kind of started a, a bit of a pilot program there and we got a whole lot of um, little seedlings from Berenpore Nursery that was donated by the council and we got the kids to, to pot them up and they're actually looking after all the plants themselves and we had I think it was a whole lot of um, native passion fruit uh, vine and we took the kids out into Kandala Park and we planted I think it was around 60 of those those plants and we kept the we got a little plant tag called um, this plant feeds Kedadu so we've left that on there and the kids went out and planted them in the forest and we kind of explained to them why these plants are so important for the birds 
and um, they, they kind of they really get it. It's amazing to see, you know, how, how much encouraged they are about, you know, you know the New Zealand's yeah. wildlife. Yeah, you know? that's, I mean, that's one thing I notice in Wellington is that there is more awareness and. I think of myself being quite ignorant, obviously coming from another country, and kind of the more you notice one thing around you, whether it's plants and stuff like that, or whether um, yeah, I think it's a really good way of just to, just a link into nature, and we're given these opportunities, um, and it's really cool. Yeah, cool. And Tony, for you, I mean, why? How did you get into this sort of work? I mean, you've you're a native wildlife sort of. <laughs> you got an interest yeah. in that? What else? My myself and my wife were actually um, we set up a little um, kind of community group at home where we do we've been doing trapping for the last six years seven years uh, around the Kandal area where we do um, 175 hectares of trapping and uh, we've kind of sponsored the traps ourselves so we've paid for a lot of the traps ourselves and uh, we've got a few volunteers that come and help us do the trapping around that area. Cool. And we've seen a huge increase uh, in bird life. So we've had bellbird um, nesting out the back of our place. Um, we're, a, we're a no cat zone. Um, so there's no cats. We've got a couple of dogs, um, which kind of scare the cats off if anyone comes, <laughs> any cats come up into our property. But um, so we've never, we haven't had a cat. We had one years ago, um, and we just never replaced it. And I, and I think that's that's the key thing to do. Is uh, you know, it's not saying people can't have cats. Um, you know, as long as they they think about it, the long term future of it. Once that cat kind of passes on, maybe just not replacing it, and then thinking of another way that they can help out the environment. You know, so we we carry up. We did trapping for all that time. Um, we take our son out, and he's um, he's been doing it since he was five, coming out trapping, and he loves it. That's you know? great. Yeah, he's got a real passion for it. You know, and it's. Uh, um, so what else we had? We've had we got Kaka. We had Kaka coming in today. Um, they really scare our. Ch- we got free range chickens, and they really scare the chickens because they think it's falcon coming in to get them. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, because they swoop down really low. Um, we've had a hehe. Uh, we had a male hehe come in from Zealandia. Um, spent three months at our place. Uh, it's the furthest reported male hehe outside the sanctuary. That's we're cool. Right um, up in Kandala. And when you say that, that, is that through the Nature Watch? You're, you're just reporting it kind of on that on that site. Yeah, I think this was even before Nature Watch was oh, actually cool. going. Yeah, right. Wow. This, yep. So, um, would you say is that the place generally where people are reporting the, these sorts of things? Yeah. When yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is why we decided to go with Nature Watch this year. I mean, they're a real they're science based. Yeah. And um, they're all set up for um, you know, kind of New Zealand. Um, a, a lot of people taking on New Zealand environment, so they've um, you know they've got people reporting every day. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got. Uh, Myself and my wife have uh, put quite a few reports on there ourselves. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really quite, intuitive as well, and I think it's quite listeners need too. to know that. Yeah yeah, 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 and it's and and things with plants as well. You can get them crowd ID'd yep. and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Way of using. All right. I mean, Tony, it's really, really nice to have you in, and it's Thanks. also awesome to see someone who's so uh, living, you know, practicing what you preach as well, so conscious of our environment and uh, really keen to get that message out. So it's it's great to have you here. Awesome. Yeah, Thank you thanks. so much. Thanks, guys. Um, so everyone check out uh, greatkerucount.nz um, for all the Keru Count latest.